I'm Nick Hanauer, founder of Civic Ventures. Hey, I'm Zach Silk, and I'm the president of Civic Ventures. The debates are coming. The debates are coming. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as we know, there are uh, debates that are happening this summer for the Democratic primary. We've already had one set of them, Mm -hmm. and we have the next set coming next week. And we thought that our listeners might be interested in hearing what we thought about those debates. So I thought I'd talk to you today about it. That's great. That's great. So in the lead up uh, to the last debates, we had um, been asked by Politico to give your thoughts. Yeah. And so you, you yeah, wrote, we wrote a piece mm-hmm. called A Sympathetic Zillionaire's Advice to Democrats Tonight. Uh, the GOP thinks it owns you on economics, but you're actually the party of growth. Don't blow it. <laughs> and uh, that, that, that was basically our advice. Yeah. Is that, is that it has been super frustrating over almost a decade now. Um, how hard it has been to get Democrats, uh, uh, when speaking about the economy, to rotate from just fairness talk to growth. That's right. And, and that's because even most Democrats are owned by neoliberalism. They have been brainwashed by neoclassical economics and neoliberalism. And they also sort of intuitively believe or actually believe that among other things, raising wages kills jobs and that tax cuts for rich people create growth. And so they struggle to find reasons to promote uh, progressive economic policies like raising wages outside of the arguments around uh, economic fairness. And and that's a huge miss because uh, by a margin of almost two to one, Uh, voters believe that the point of economic policy is to increase the size of the pie rather than cut it up differently. Yeah, that's right. And so interestingly, I mean, they all understand that this justice and fairness are an important part of why to do these things, which we would all agree with. Yeah, absolutely. The great thing is you get to both be just, fair, and pro-growth. And own growth. And and so, you know, what we're trying to get people to see is that you know, when you're advocating for something like the $15 minimum wage, if you don't frame it as a thing that will increase growth, you're talking to about one in three voters. That's right. And if you frame it as a thing that will create growth, and it will, yeah. then you're talking to two thirds or three quarters of voters. And, mo- and most important to remember is that the people who care about fairness you get for free, right? <laughs> All those people who care desperately about fairness, uh, they, they don't need you to tell, talk to them directly because they're with you on the $15 minimum wage already. It's those reasonable, um, moderate voters who, you know, qu- quite reasonably are worried about a, a policy that may threaten their own jobs if, right. they, if they if you allow them to believe that that, uh, it, th- that, that is a risk. And you know, the thing is, is that once you take growth away from Republicans, they're naked. They have nothing else to talk to. They start right. babbling about teenagers and stuff like that. It's really <laughs> quite amusing. But, you know, even our best uh, our best um, candidates like Elizabeth Warren, who is so astoundingly articulate and precise on economic policies, 
almost always fails to round that last corner. That's right. And own growth too. Yeah. And because they could yeah. be saying just really specifically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing: I'm going to do this for you, and it's going to be good for the economy. That's right. I'm going to raise the minimum wage, and, and that it is will be good, good for, for the, the economy. economy. Exactly. I'm going to figure yeah. out a way for all of you to get health care, and yeah. that's going to be good for the economy. Right. I mean, on and on down the road. I think this is yeah. the thing that we've been really yeah. frustrated in, and it's honestly, it's. Part of it, of course, is that they have just allowed themselves to be owned by this other narrative in yeah. their own brains. I mean, That's they just right. have not worked it out for themselves. Yeah. Um, although, you know, to credit where credit is due, they this crop yeah. of candidates is way, way better, better than, than even, I mean, we're all fans of Barack Obama, but yeah. he had these notions in his head, yeah. too, when he was yeah. making these arguments. No, so. Mr. Obama definitely was a neoliberal, too. That's right. And he was surrounded by neoliberals. That's and right. so it was very hard for him to break out of that and to make... Um, really effective pro-growth arguments outside of his campaigns, which did it quite well, but then they certainly didn't, they actually didn't that way, govern right? that way. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, yeah, that's our, that's our big, uh, that's the thing that we really wish our candidates would do is take growth away from Republicans and by so doing go from defense to offense that's, right. That's the difference. Yeah. So it's so important. And I think one of the important things here is that historically, we know that when Democrats are in the presidency and when they are governing, right. it, it is typically the case that the economy does better. Yes. And it's not coincidental, right? No, no. I mean, because progressive economic policies are actually how the economy grows. Yeah. Cutting taxes for rich people doesn't grow the economy. It actually just makes rich people richer. And so all of the things that we thought of as only good in terms of fairness actually turn out to be the things that enable the economy to include more people more robustly and by so doing grow it grows faster and yeah. and better and so anyway we just you know we're just trying to flog these folks <laughs> and, <laughs> you know and in all of our conversations with them directly and indirectly try to get them to to, to f take that final narrative step. Yeah, and I would say to our listeners, uh, two, two things. One, we know that some of you out there are interacting with these presidential candidates. They're out on the trail, they're in your community, and yeah. you're probably interacting with them. And you should make sure you ask them, hey, how is this good for the economy? And yeah. isn't it true that when Democrats are implementing their policies, right. this is good for the economy? I agree. Yeah. And I the agree. second thing I think would be really interesting is just listening for it um, in the debate. I know I'll be listening. Yeah. I'm sure you will be too. Yeah. And I hope our listeners listen for that. Yeah, right? Right, is that exactly. Like if, you know, like one of the really astounding things about the Hillary Clinton campaign was how bad she was at this. And I actually did an analysis prior to a meeting with her one time where I went through her entire website. Yeah. Every single policy, yeah. every single economic policy, the word growth was never used Isn't in something? the entire website. Yeah. Like yeah. it was just astounding, yeah. you know, and I was just, and you know, in my conversations with her, it was just like, what about this? It was like, you know, just the thought had never occurred to her. Yeah. It was so a big very, miss. It was yeah. an honest blind spot. Yeah. And we find it when yeah. we have a lot of conversations with yeah. these, they just have a blind spot on it. Yeah. And I really think that we're helping to shine some of that light and some of these other characters are really shining the light about how yeah. this is possible to both be for fairness and justice and that leads to growth yep yeah yep all right well we'll be watching hope you yeah. will be too yeah awesome yeah so we've got this uh great thing that you can find before the debates it'll be on our instagram account which yeah. is pitchfork economics and it is basically a bingo card that's going to allow you to identify trickle down phrases that they're saying and you can get to bingo yeah and middle out phrases that they're saying so, so it's trickle down and middle out 
uh, uh, bingo. Totally. It's awesome. It's a great way to pay attention because sometimes yeah. you're probably going to be zoning out, but That's you right. can kind of zero in and you can get yourself a bingo card. So check it out. Pitchfork Economics is produced by Civic Ventures. The magic happens in Seattle in partnership with Large Media. That's L-A-R-J Media and the Young Turks Network. Find us on Twitter and Facebook at Civic Action. Follow our writing on Medium at Civic Skunk Works and peek behind the podcast scenes on Instagram at Pitchfork Economics. And one more, you should definitely follow Nick on Twitter at Nick Hanauer. As always, a big thank you to our guests and thanks to you for listening from our team at Civic Ventures. Nick Hanauer, Zach Silk, Jasmine Weaver, Jessen Farrell, Stephanie Irvin, David Goldstein, Paul Constant, Stephen Paolini, and Annie Fadley. See you next week.